another fabulous edition of the Broadway Bulletin. If you are looking to hear more about the exciting summer season, then you've come to the right place. First up on the hit parade, we return to Theater Row where we saw the new play, Mr. Parker. This was a really well-written and really well-performed drama um, about basically a widower whose husband passes and his husband was an artist and he's just trying to move on in life from it and he meets and kind of rebounds with a young bartender and he's trying to have a relationship but it ultimately isn't really working out and at the same time he's trying to there's the, the Whitney wants to put on his late husband's work and his sister who's a manager is trying to get that happening but the husband the widower has to give permission for it to be done okay so there's all this like chaos you know quit dragging your feet who's this young guy because the, the young guy is like half his age just trying to deal with loss and moving on kind of thing love loss and moving on Love, loss, and what I wore. Great show addressing loss and grief and how we move on, yeah. Simple said, it was a Lower East Side apartment art studio. Uh, the lighting was great. It even had a beautiful skylight, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, the sound was good. Great musical interludes. Fabulous costumes, amazing shirts for the men, and amazing outfits for the, the woman what cast. What made them amazing? The patterns and the fits and the cuts. Okay. You cool, know. Cool, cool. Um, and Cass, her outfits were great, especially her shoes. I love the heels. She was in just these huge heels, stilettos and that. Just... Modern time? Yes, mm-hmm. as of today. Um, the real gem uh, was the story and the acting. It just it felt very real and raw and emotional. You know, it, it for a small, off-off-probably theater and an intimate theater, it was very connected the connection was real it existed uh, in the show and amongst these characters and the bonds that were established and embellished felt true and were something we could relate to so just love the connection and commentary on society and their oh oh and, and I love that their use of phones or overuse and the lack of real communication because his I'll say the boy toy is always on his phone hmm. but the widower is like never on his phone and the sister is in-law is always on her phone and the exhibit that they want to do is these pictures these giant life these giant recreation pictures of iPhones that his late husband did oh yeah and then <clears throat> he saved a voicemail on his old like um messaging machine answering machine from his late husband so there's big emphasis emphasis on phones and how they connect us but also how they Disconnect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So just a great show overall. Sadly, this show closed on June 25th, show we head back to ART Theater and the Jean Frankel Theater where we saw the refugees. This was a powerful and important uh, is- uh, show that dealt with important issues um, 
it, it was like a Greek. So they used the Greek figures like Electra, her brother and mother, along with Greek a Greek chorus, um, to sh show the issue and state of the refugee crisis in the world. Okay. So that was really really clever. Now the work feel, still felt somewhat developmental or collegiate, which it actually turned out it was. Hey, it came from Weber State University. Shout out to Weber State back home. <clears throat> but the heart of it, what they were, what had been there, what was polished, was really good. Um, the lighting was decent, though at times it was a little hard to see the actors. But again developmental um the sound was good the music was haunting and good that's what i love this eerie haunting music costumes were really great love that the chorus was in blues and then the refugees were in these accent colors like neons and reds and such like the you know like the construction workers wear those okay. vests and that. love the use of haikus mine even got red so when you came in you wrote a haiku and then they would read them oh. Um, as trying to convince Electra's mom to let them come into the city instead of being in the camps. Hmm. Mine got red. Aww. Um, the arguments presented did a good job of presenting both the older and younger generation's ideas regarding the refugee crisis. And I also <clears throat> appreciated the subtle suggestion about the prisons being a refugee crisis and systemic racism. You know, I think that's a good point to make you know I, I don't know that we I mean we, we face a refugee crisis mainly on our southern border here in America but to have that comment about our prison system I just went never thought of it that way mm -hmm. hmm um the writing was really mostly decent um <clears throat> it wasn't horrible but I mean also it wasn't like stellar out of the park it still felt like a work in progress you know, they're still refining things. But overall, it was a clever story and a powerful message performed by great actors. So, happy that Weaver State was involved, too. Go Wildcats. Sadly, this show closed on June 26, 2022. And this concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune into our next edition, coming out every Tuesday and Saturday. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez. And I'm Hope Bird. Reminding you to turn off your cell phones. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at StageWhisperPod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blue by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to Patreon.com slash StageWhisperPod. There you'll find all the information about our backstage pass. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you. <laughs>